Welcome to Nerdables. This episode, Oscar Isaac is Solid Snake, Warner Brothers decides they don't need theaters, Hawkeye has its girl, Daredevil fans petition to save their hero, Lucasfilm is turning 50, and we review Mandalorian Chapter 14. Welcome, everyone. I'm R.A. Joining me are Chris and Ethan. Welcome, guys. Hey. So, Oscar Isaac is going to be Solid Snake. It's so weird how he starts with so much chit-chat. I know, right? Well, I try to jump right in because I know the chit-chat's coming out right after I say it. I mean, usually, most other stories start with Well, chit-chat. we usually say the headline and then jump into a tangent. That's true. Which, Which is, is what we're doing right now. <laughs> generally something about Star Wars and then goes on for 45 minutes. Then we're like, Let's, oh, yeah. Oscar let's, Isaac let's is be Solid honest. Snake. It's not we that jump into a tangent. It's me that jumps into the tangent more often than Well, not. speaking of Star Wars, Oscar <laughs> Isaac. You Ozer cannot I- say his name at Oscar all. Oscar Isaac. You mean the Poe Dameron. Of, the star of Sucker Punch? Yes. Yes. Forget he's in that movie. Nope. And that's a, is that a Sony movie? No. I don't know. Was that Warner Brothers? It's Warner Brothers, I think. Yeah, because Warner Brothers did a lot. Is usually Depends. with Zack Snyder do everything for Warner Brothers. I think so. It, mm. And seeing, I mean, like just from the beginning, I think I remember seeing the Warner Brothers logo on it. <laughs> Already going on a tangent. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Uh, but it wasn't Star Wars this time. <laughs> it was Star Wars esque. Not really, because we jumped straight into Sucker Punch. We just said he was Poe Dameron. <laughs> I want to have more. I, I want to. Try and I want him to tell the story because I want him to try and say his name <laughs> over and over again and see how many different ways he can pronounce it. <laughs> now it's going to happen. So, Sony has been wanting to do Metal Gear Solid forever. Yeah, so I'm Metal surprised Gear it took him this long to actually greenlight a movie for it. I'm not because almost every all the I mean, all the sense, game movies that we've heard over the last few years, less than what one in ten of them ever actually make it to the screen, yeah, and they're correct. usually not very good. I mean, in a sense, I'm glad they waited this long because of you know technology and all that stuff. You can actually put together a great Metal Gear Solid movie, but it's like I'm surprised that it's taken them this long to even like start. So Jordan Vogue Roberts is going to direct. Um, for Isaac, <laughs> for Oscar. Isaac, His Isaac name Oscar is right in front of you on the screen. For Oscar Isaac is going Isaacs. to Isaacs is going to the man's stun. name is Oscar Isaac. <laughs> Do you just want to call him Poe? I'll just call him Poe. <laughs> is that going to be the title of this episode? Just call him Poe. <laughs> Isaac Oscar. Just call him. Just call him Poe. Uh, so, I, oh, uh, Jordan uh, Roberts did uh, Kong. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's gone. It's gone. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was like, no, uh, Peter Jackson did gone <laughs> the last time. Um, he did King. He did the Kings of Summer, uh, successful alcoholics, many of other things. But <laughs> I like that title, successful alcoholics. <laughs> um, Speaking of unsuccessful al- alcoholics, Isaac Isaacson. <laughs> With the exception of Skull Island, I think both of those movies were kind of like. Indie, yeah, like, totally. Yeah, there's a lot of guys cultist type I mean, movies. Well, like people at, love him because you know they have a cult following. But look at the guys really that Marvel hired. Yeah, Taika didn't have a big movie before he yeah. goes and does Thor Ragnarok. Um, most of those guys, the Russos, were doing Community. Yeah, they were doing. Uh, they weren't doing much. So, it's, James Gunn was probably the director. Director's a director. Well, 
James, I, I was going to say James Gunn and probably... No, Kenneth Branagh was I was going to say Kenneth... Yeah, one. that's what I was going to say the other one was. Because you had Favreau do Iron Man, and you had... And Favreau really... The only thing who, he'd done is... The only thing Elf. he'd done was Elf. Uh, Favreau was that weird choice. And he had Whedon. Weed, and then... Yeah, but that first director that was like a big-name director, even though, again, not a big-name action director, he was a big-name historical period piece. Sure. And Kenneth Branagh doing Thor, which yeah. it worked because Thor is basically Shakespeare. Um... So having this guy, it's not w- odd to have him pick up. The thing is, the two things I want to know is, one, are they melding a bunch of the different series? But in this two, are you going to have Oscar Isaacs as Solid Snake walk right behind the bad guys in a box and nobody notices the I box hope of the so. movie? I really hope there's a reference to him being in a box. <laughs> I remember watching that That's first all I want in the game, movie. Watching that first Metal Gear game. And it must have been White Chocolate playing it. And he's just like sneak spot right behind somebody. I'm like, how does that guy not? <laughs> the security suck. So the first game came out in 1998, mm-hmm. which Konami put out for the PlayStation 1, wasn't yep. it? I remember it very well. Wasn't there a Metal Gear for Nintendo? There there was a Metal Gear game. But not Metal, but was, Metal Gear Solid. Yeah, okay. It wasn't the gotcha. same style. It's It was more of like a mil, just a military-based game. But it wasn't, it yeah, wasn't it was Solid down. Snake either. Yeah, it was just a main... It was just a yeah, it's like yeah. Contra, basically. But, but they called it Metal Gear. Yeah. Know, right. But, yeah, it was like a top-down yeah. player or whatever. I, I don't know. I think it's kind of a weird choice for me. For, as, uh, for Oscar Isaacs. <laughs> now you've cursed it where you... <laughs> It's right, we're going to see some revival of The Force Awakens in five years, and when he comes on the screen, I'm like, look, it's Ozzie Geysers. <laughs> I'm under the firm belief that movie studios are just looking at Boss Logic's uh, picks for people he would want to play and chooses them based on that because he made a poster for Metal Gear Solid with Oscar Isaacs like three years ago. Just as a fan poster, he did. He's like, I think Oscar Isaac would be cool. If you know, and all you sudden, really need to get him on the show because you just like love... Boss Logic. Yeah, he's a cool guy. I mean, I remember at Comic-Con, you bought, like... Everything he had. Everything. <laughs> yes. And then you <laughs> turned like around... booth, please? The dude is in New Zealand. He comes out here once every, like, And then year. you turned around and you bought Chris posters for him, and yep. then you bought me posters for him. Yep. What poster did I get? The cap with worthy the... Worthy cap, where he's in the middle holding up oh, Mariner. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Yeah. It's been a long couple of years. I just saw I did, I just saw him again like the other day because I was pulling out some stuff to get some frame something framed. Yep. And I was like, oh, there they are. No, he's a cool guy. In New Zealand though, so he comes out here maybe once a year. So I was, <laughs> I was like excited when he came to Comic Con and I was like, yeah, I'm gonna buy everything. I mean, yeah, seriously, you you trolled his booth like I troll Hasbro. I don't and think troll is, is the word there. Can you keep coming to it over and over and yes. over again. I mean, you literally... You never know what you think you're going to see in Hasbro. <laughs> when you go three times in the same day and they've already told you we're not revealing anything until tomorrow and you come back, nope, it's still blocked off. Like, okay, <laughs> just like... Well, I end up talking to the guys too sometimes. But. I talk to the guys too. But usually they're going to give me the same answer on Thursday, <laughs> on Friday that they did on Thursday. I can't tell you. That is true. <laughs> Although, they did... we. I still think that our influence helped put the snowspeeder out. I'm pretty sure they worked on it anyway. Because <laughs> the, I would talk to the, you know, the one, whoever the head guy is that's always on the Force Fridays things or, you know, the 
the one that's one always the annoying people. Yeah, the one that's <laughs> always talking on it. One of the six. The only people. the only reason I want to work for Hasbro is to actually fix those to just make them four minutes. Hey guys, what's up? Here's the six figures we're releasing tomorrow. <laughs> boom, 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 boom. Cool, right? Done, and just click out. I don't need four and a half hours. To be like, hey guys, I know what you're excited about—a plush the child. Here it is. Like that guy's not on his. That guy's not on the chat or whatever <laughs> on the live on stream. The, going, oh, I can't wait till they tell me where I can get a, a new six-inch plush child. There's only forty of those already. Go grew. Whatever. Grogu. Um, not until they change it on the on the stuff. It's not grow grew. It's grow goo. No, I think it's go grew. No, it's go grow grew. Grogu. It's Oscar Isaacs. <laughs> that is correct. <laughs> um, so Solid Snake. Is this a movie you're excited about? I would I don't be. Know if I'm excited about anything at this point. Um, is it something I'll see? More than likely. I mean, if it's more like Doom, then I can't think of a good video game movie. <laughs> if they do it like a Doom a wasn't good. good. As I'm if, saying, if it's more like Doom, then and then I thought, if, if they it's do more it like Doom a good, than a good horror, video game movie, then no, I don't want to see it. But I can't think of a good video game movie. I'm trying to think of one that doesn't just completely change. Mm-hmm. Tomb Raider wasn't. Tomb, neither Tomb Raider is good. Um, passable. Resident Evil. I never saw Resident Evil because I'm not a horror fan. They're they're okay. Also, then none of those were really great. I know a few people that like some of them in there, but still, it's, it's enjoyable not. to watch. It's nothing fantastic. It's they not were like good enough to make five of them, six of them, five of them, seven. Whatever. Five, I, I know. Same. And reboot. They're about ready to reboot it. They made seventeen American Pies. They all sucked. <laughs> they made two Blood Rain movies. One of them hit theaters. The other one went straight to <laughs> straight to plane. Straight to plane, <laughs> as Chris says. Um, so my friend Doug, that's like my favorite thing. <laughs> he's making fun of Cuba Gooding Jr. And he's like, the next Cuba Gooding Jr. straight to plane movie. <laughs> I lost my mind. If it's, I mean, it, it's they can do it as a, a good spy there. thriller. They I can think. do it as a good action movie. Yeah, yes. you're not going to make that as a good spy as an thriller. action film. I don't you know, know if anybody else saw that the the Netflix movie that he did with Ben Affleck and a bunch of other people. Uh, it's him and Affleck, uh, Pedro Pascal. The mm. guy from Tron and the guy from Pacific Rim who, like, they're soldiers of fortune who go on one last job. Oh. So he can do, you know, obviously he can do action, that type of thing. And but I think it, you'll see him more in that kind of role going I don't forward. think, I mean, it's not him as, that I don't see him as a soldier. It's just a, it's a very specific type of soldier. It's almost a Rambo-esque type soldier. Yeah, but the, I mean... He's an actor, so it's yeah. not necessarily, yeah. you know, he'll be fine. I mean, no, it's I think not, he would do good. I think, I mean, he'd do good. He wouldn't do be, good. he would not be the problem if that movie doesn't work. It's like mm-hmm. Ben oh, Affleck sure. as the original Daredevil. It's not him playing Matt uh-huh. Murdock. It's the rest of that film. Yeah. Right. That's why as Batman, people liked him. And they're like, I understand why I liked him as this. It's not him being Daredevil. It's, it's everything, everything else around him. From, yeah. yeah. Um, something else I could think of that with. Um, like oh, the say. first the, the first Punisher film, or the first one that actually got released mm-hmm. with Thomas Jane. Thomas Jane makes a wonderful Punisher. The rest of that film is The first crap. one got released with Dolph Lundgren. It didn't really get released. <laughs> it got released on video. <laughs> no, we made it to the theater. A few theaters. It was, it was very short-lived in the yeah. theater. Because <laughs> they had to release it contractually obligated to. I've actually never seen that. Never wanted Really? To. You've never seen it? No, I have no... One of my favorite oh, characters, God. my favorite Marvel character at the time... No need to see it. I, look, I was disappointed enough in 
in Punisher with Thomas Jane. Mm-hmm. You and still, again, yeah. he is an amazing Punisher. Yeah. He's a much better film. You you got to see that no, Punisher. I'm not like you. I mean, it's it's better than than He Man with Dolph Lundgren. <laughs> no, He Man's no, awful. <laughs> um, that's that brings up another thing. Can you think of a good cartoon crossover to live action film? Space Jam. No. It wasn't a sp- no. That's Space that Jam. Doesn't... Space Jam is a terrible film. <laughs> it is. It is. It's completely like the the honest trailer for that just destroys it in every way because it doesn't make any sense at all. Oh yeah, it, it was great in '95 when I was. It was 10, great if you liked Michael but... Jordan. That I was, was gonna say it was, it was, it was great, great if you liked the Dream Team. Yeah, if you like yeah. if you like Michael Jordan, and you watch Earl Barkley for a little while, then you're just gonna you're gonna love ten minutes of that film, and you're gonna walk out of it going, God, that was a great movie because ten minutes was a, of it was like the greatest thing you ever saw, mm-hmm. and the yeah. rest of it isn't. In terms of some sort of cartoon, you know, Space Jam Two is coming out. Yeah, I know. It's the whole reason LeBron came to L.A. He'd still be in Cleveland if he didn't. Was like, I want to make Space Jam Two. And Sprite commercials. Um, LeBron James. Still my f- one of my favorite Black Jeopardies on SNL is the one where they have the Sprite commercial in the middle. Yes. Brought to you by Sprite. How do we become the black soda? We don't know. <laughs> Sprite. And then they go back to Keenan Thompson playing Darnell. And he's like, ooh-wee, I do love myself some Sprite. <laughs> you just stop and go, yeah, they're kind of white. Yeah. There hasn't been a white person in a Sprite commercial in 25 years. They have that Sprite Christmas cranberry thing, uh-huh. and it's LeBron is the you know the stop motion or whatever. Maybe yeah. Uh, no, I can't think of one. I can't. I can't think of any. T- maybe the first TMNT. It's not awful. It's not great, but it's not awful. The second one is trash. <laughs> the new ones are trash. The third one I liked, but most people say it's terrible, and I don't remember it. Yeah, I mean, I like just- the third one. I remember the liking the third turtles, to, in, turtles in Time. Yeah, I think when I they liked go it. back to like ancient yeah. Japan or something. I like think that. I liked yeah. it because it was it wasn't the second one because the second one was <laughs> the awful. Second one was god awful. <laughs> Super Shredder. The new ones. No, the Michael Bay ones have been. Oh. <laughs> that picture, <laughs> picture of Steppenwolf of Justice League, and I put, "Wow, Super Shredder looks weird." Yeah, <laughs> um, uh, I can't. Yeah, I can't think of one. That went to that went to live action. That Street I Fighter, <sighs> no <laughs> Smurfs. Street Fighter. St- Street Fighter also wasn't a wasn't a cartoon. It was a game. I mean, mm. again, the bad game ones. Mortal Kombat. The <laughs> first one's passable. The second one is one of the worst things ever put to film. Yeah. But I mean, even but even like I just said, Smurfs. But that's still that's not that's live action CG. No, you know, that's well, like you have, you have something like that or, or Garfield or Chipmunks. You're not the Flintstones. No. <laughs> If they were to shoot Mark Russell's Flintstone series from DC from a couple of years ago, that would be an amazing set of like episodes to put out. Mm-hmm. And just be like people watching it going, this is like really deep. But also there, incredibly funny. Gotta be one that's you know that we're just not thinking of. I can't think of one. If you're listening to this show and you want to tell us a good cartoon that crossed over into live action, go to facebook.com slash nerdables and we'll put up a, a a questionnaire for it, and you tell us which one's the best. If anyone's or there. Or email us at oskitsigers <laughs> at... IsaacOskers at gmail.com. Oscar... <laughs> what was it? The other day, the other day I saw a video online that said, um, trying to say Irish wristwatch. 
I had to say it slow because I could not do it. Irish wishwash. <laughs> See, you That's can't why I didn't say try it. it. There's a couple of Irish wishwash. Irish wishwash. Irish wishwash. I have trouble saying Detroit Red Wings without calling them Wed Wings. <laughs> exactly. If I say it out every time I'm on the Puck Podcast, I'll do it like the Detroit Wed Wings. God, I cannot get through it. But I was, I was do it quickly. So watching the guy just, do it. Usually, just call him the Wings. And it's one of those things where I was watching Beth, the guy doing it. Ask Beth to say World War One or World War Two. World War. Well, well, worse. Worse. Now I'm sitting there watching the video of the guy doing it. And I was like, I can do that. And I'm nope. sitting there 20 minutes <laughs> in front of my phone, like Irish rich bra. <laughs> and it's like, couldn't get it out. Hey, so uh, guess what? Chicken butt. All of Warner Brothers. <laughs> just, holy crap. <laughs> the joke I used on your daughter for like a year, <laughs> 10 years ago. <laughs> you just throw that out. In the middle of a podcast. We, just so anybody knows who's actually listening, we don't actually wonder why people don't listen. <laughs> we know why people don't listen. And it's because in 2020, when you say, guess what? Ethan automatically hits you with chicken butt. <laughs> guess why? Chicken thigh. <laughs> so. Guess who? Chicken poo. <laughs> Guess how? Chicken brow? <laughs> I didn't think there was one for that. Guess when? Chicken hen? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Guess at? Chicken hat? <laughs> you hear how high his voice is getting already because he's laughing so hard? That's the best Anybody part. want a peanut? <laughs> <laughs> Jeez. Um, oh. Anyway, so, so, yes, oh. the big news this week is that Warner Brothers announced their entire 2021 theatrical slate will also be available on HBO Max day and date and will be on there for 30 days. Yes. And then disappear. That way people just don't wait until August and go, cool, mm-hmm. I got HBO Max for a month. I can yeah. watch all these films and then dump it. Yep. So following their Christmas Day release of Wonder Woman 1984, they'll be doing that with everything next year. And the surprising thing is theaters... Perfectly okay with it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but did because they're like, we're no. probably not going to be open anyway. No, that's sarcasm. AMC is. Pissed. Oh, they're so beyond. Especially since there's one film in there that no one knew was coming out next year. That is going to be hitting the small screen. <laughs> that Justice League: The Snyder Cut. No, Matrix Four. Yeah, they moved. They moved it back from this year, didn't they? Yeah. So, well, apparently, here, here. no. Uh, Matrix and John Wick Four were supposed to release on the same day. I remember that story, and, and then be, both of them got yeah. moved because of COVID. Yeah. So here, here's the thing: we have Space Jam: The New Legacy, Suicide Squad, Remembrance, Dune, which is their big, big one for 2021. Mm-hmm. Tom and Jerry, Godzilla versus Kong, Mortal Kombat. Uh, the Conjuring, The Devil Made Me Do It. That's in the, the one hu- Beth is going to see, right? Yeah, okay. In the Heights. Um, it's just, just you know all of these titles, which would be mega blockbusters, are coming to the small screen. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, and, and it's obvious that HBO has done this to get people to subscribe for the service. Knowing 
full well that people are going to sign up just to be able to watch well, theatrical releases in their home. Twofold. I think it's the sign up, but it's also the fact we have no idea what 2020 exactly. looks like. So for them, they're sitting on a ton of product, just like Disney. Right. Disney seems to want to wait it out. We'll see if that changes in the new year. Mm-hmm. If, if, you know, the vaccine rollout doesn't work the way that you thought it was supposed to, theaters aren't able to open up. I don't know how much longer, as much as I've said, they're never going to release Black Widow just on Disney Plus. I don't know how much longer they can hold out. Yeah. HBO does this. Yes, it, it does subscriber services. We talked about it in the thread. A large percentage of their subscriber service are people who are not actively paying for it in the sense of they are paying directly for HBO Max. It's partnered it's people with like, like me, AT&T or AT&T something AT&T or like DirecTV. Yeah. If you have DirecTV or AT&T on your mobile, you get it for free. Yeah, my dad was telling us because we have... Uh, but there's a second part to that. Yeah. That ends next year. Sometime within the next year, because it's, it's a year program, isn't it? Mm-hmm. So sometime in the next year, I'm going to lose HBO Max. At this point right now, I have no interest in paying for it. If you're telling me I can't go to a theater and you're going to give me new no, films for free... I think, I think you, that continues on. I thought it was for the first year. I think I think it continues on as long as you have that that extra bonus, you know, um, plan for wireless. Well, your plan might be different than mine because I thought mine was a year when I when mm. I signed up and got the new phone because I didn't I changed my plan, but I didn't. <laughs> I'm actually paying less for my plan than I was before. Yeah. Um. But with the I have to pay for the phone through the anyway. Um. <laughs> but yes, the subscriber numbers are. You know, who knows how many people are... You know, Disney Plus is going through this now with... Is it Verizon that you get it for free? Yeah. For a while? So Disney has that too. Disney can be like, we have 20 million users. Fantastic. How many of them are Verizon people that are getting it essentially for free? They are not sitting down and making a conscious choice to say, I'm going to pay for Disney Plus to put it into my home on my screens mm-hmm. or whatever. Well, I know we talked about this before, but there's the really interesting thing here with these numbers. Eight... Point six million. There are eight point six million accounts right now active for HBO Max. Uh, but there's two. Uh, there's twenty eight point seven million. Not they that they haven't switched on yet. That means that they have either HBO or Verizon or AT and T, and they're eligible to have right. HBO Max. Right. But they haven't activated it. There's a reason for that. It's the reason that I had is because for HBO Max specifically is it's not on Roku. And it wasn't on Amazon Fire for the longest time. That's a lot. I know everyone thinks that everyone just has an Apple player. That's not. Do you want to know how much? Those two alone, forty-six million active. They have forty-six million active accounts. Yeah, the Roku and, and Amazon, Amazon especially, because so many people have it through Amazon Prime. Right. Yep. If you have Amazon Prime, there's no reason not to get a Fire Stick because you're paying. If you're gonna pay for the, you're gonna pay for Prime because you just want free shipping. Why not get all the entertainment they're trying to send you for free too? Right. So you get the Fire Stick. Fire Sticks are not that expensive. Roku was one of the first ones to start this. The first thing I ever had was a Roku that White Chocolate gave me because he's like, "Dude, you want to watch Netflix? Here, just get this thing." And that's how that's mm-hmm. how I do it. Um, before every TV had it built into their TV and stuff right. like that. I have a Roku player in one room. I sat there in the living room this morning and I was like. <laughs> Oh, I wonder if it's on HBO. Oh, damn it. I don't have HBO Max on this TV. I have it on the fire stick that's in the bedroom. Mm -hmm. So with that number, there's a lot of people that don't have it activated because there's a lot of people that, like me, are not going to watch it on their phone. I'm not going to watch Justice League 4 with my eyes like this or whatever. Um, Well, here to answer your question about uh, Black Widow, I totally agree with you that Disney is waiting until the very end because according to Deadline, uh, they were talking about Wonder Woman 1984. 
They're saying it's already going to lose money with the financial analysis, you know, knowing that the $200 million DC sequel will need to do at least 40% more than what Tent did globally, which Tenet. was Tenet, sorry, did, did globally, which was $357 million to just then that just broke even. Mm-hmm. So they're already expecting Wonder Woman to lose money. Yeah. I'm fascinated to know how that's going to affect the people that made it in terms of their paycheck and their residuals. Oh, yeah. Because that's what I said. That's that's been my thing for a long time. Is that what I I really think that's part of the reason that Disney's not releasing it. Yeah, uh, is because so much. I of totally that agree. Is, yeah, is so much of that has got to be negotiated well, before you Disney. release it. Now you you may have a negotiation already where they went to major players in this and said we're just going to pay you straight out. Mm-hmm. We're going to give you five million dollars, six million dollars, ten million dollars. We're going to pay you, or yeah, to get it out there. Because we were talking about this with um with someone at work, the the. Uh, Kristen Stewart movie that's on Hulu that just that just premiered where she goes home with her girlfriend. Happy, uh, happy, the so, happiest season. Yeah. Or something. So apparently that's like the most popular original entertainment that's ever been on Hulu, mm-hmm. and it's the first time Hulu has gotten an increase in subscribers, a substantial increase in subscribers in a short amount of time. She's such a terrible actress, though. She's actually a really good actress. She's just she's terrible in roles that she doesn't care about. <laughs> it, that movie's an interesting movie. We watched it already. It's. It's not what you think it is, but turns out to be what you think it is. Thank you, Yoda. <laughs> it's no, it really. I mean, it's you. Know, you you're expect you're expecting it to be this, you know, holiday rom com, you know, movie, right? And then, no. and based on the trailer, I didn't think that at all. And then for most are. of the, for most of like the second half of the movie or the last third of the movie, you're thinking that they're not going to stay together. Yeah. I thought it was more of like oh, a dramatic right, piece. So. Um, but anyway, like, and the same thing with like Netflix is still their subscriber numbers are decent. It didn't have the big drop off that I really thought it was going to have when Disney plus came out, but it seems like most people are willing to keep adding streaming services and not take anything away. So their budgets for streaming services seem to be whatever, my streaming needs are that's my budget. And then I'll get rid of something else yeah. rather than I'm only going to have four streaming services. And when Disney plus came out, I dropped another one or whatever. Well, you're seeing um, a lot more people leaving cable and satellite. Yeah. Now. But the, there's still a streaming budget. Like I said, I, I know friends who got rid of cable. They're paying the same thing they did for cable. Now at this point, if you want the, the content they want, is all in streaming services. They right. don't need cable because it's like, I don't need to watch movies with commercials. I don't need to watch sports. I don't need to watch any of that. I don't care about local news. And even then, you can have local options in a lot of places to do. Mm-hmm. Um, so the content they want is all in streaming. And there's streaming of, services sports, that give you live TV. And when I'm just sort of like, I want to surf, I never watch cable anymore. Or Jeopardy. I watch Jeopardy. Um, so the content I want is in all those streaming services as well. And I think in the next couple of years, you'll see Fox and CBS and NBC, like let's put our regular channels, the network channels on the stuff that we already own. So that way people can watch football on it. Cause that's the only reason anybody still, well, you already cable. see that CBS all access does that right now. I don't think they do the NFL because the NFL Sunday ticket, I think prevents them from doing it. I, whatever, I think whatever I the show, wrong. whatever the, whatever the, they're showing on CBS. You can see it on 
I don't know if they do that with the NFL. I'm pretty sure. I I haven't. I don't. I'm not a hundred percent sure, but I'm. Pretty I don't sure. think they can because the the NFL's the NFL's um, broadcast rights are the most draconian because they are. You cannot show this anywhere else. No, I think you, you can. Have to be on the I, I think it I depends. watched. It depends on what it is. Like Amazon is able to do Thursday night football. Yeah, because of their deal with the NFL Network. And that's covered by the NFL Network. The NFL Network lets Fox show it because Fox wants it on national TV. Right. But you can watch it on Amazon Prime. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they also, Amazon Prime has hockey games because mm-hmm. they have they have uh, deals with Roger Sportsnet stuff from Canada. There's a ton of premier games, Premier yep. League and International. There's so much stuff that's in there. And ESPN Plus has a lot of that type of stuff too. Um well, anyway. CBS also has CBS Sports. Yes, yeah, so that's the, the the college games. That's the, CBS is like the exclusive. The Notre Dame games can be on Peacock because NBC has an exclusive contract with Notre Dame. Right, they can show it wherever the hell they want. Notre Dame can't tell them where they can and can't show. Right, it. the NFL can. The NFL has that power. That's why you have those local blackouts. That's why for so many years you had. If your local team doesn't sell out, we are not showing it to you because we're trying to force people yeah. to go to the game. Mm-hmm. That's all from the NFL. That's all the power because, again, this is the only thing that people still pay for in terms of advertising. Um, that being said, uh, we're seeing people continue to have streaming services. They're going to spend the money to get it. And we're also seeing streaming services consolidate. Someday. <laughs> well, we, like, you know, like when Warner Brothers has DC Universe and they Yeah, have, but that's all owned by Warner Brothers. And when Max, you get they to, put them when together. When you get to what Netflix used to be, which is everybody dumped all of their content to Netflix. Right. Their movies... Their TV series. Now, the big thing for Netflix was the TV series. That sure. They, that you could get the Sopranos. You could get a whole lot of the cable series and everything. I watched... Um, but we even... Oh, what the hell was it? Uh, uh, Burn Notice. I watched Burn uh-huh. Notice on... Well, I I got these things in the mail called discs. <laughs> that you used to get from. <laughs> but that was one of the big things for Netflix. And then Netflix went into original content. Right. Because people started pulling it And then Hulu it. started picking up Hulu's all that. Hulu picks up a lot of stuff. Now Hulu's trying to get into original content because they don't know how much of that stuff's going to stay. We don't know if NBC's going to take all of that. Or the production companies that are involved with it. Mm-hmm. Or something like Friends, which goes to... What the hell did it go? It went to HBO Max, right? HBO yeah. Max, because it's Warner Brothers. Yeah. So there's, there's just a lot of like different moves... You have all these, I think we're going to get to a point where people start getting really pissed off about why do I have to have 65 services mm-hmm. to watch anything? We'll see when that happens. Well, the we important thing for what we're access. talking about with this, though, because we've gone completely off this thing, is how, so does, this affect, <laughs> how does this affect Oscar <laughs> Isaacs? How does it affect the theater business? Yes. Because, you know, as of right now, especially in December, I don't, no one's going to go see... Wonder Woman 84 in a theater. Well, we're, we're surging. We have record cases in California, record cases in New York, mm-hmm. record cases in like before they, we got shut down completely in March. They didn't approach these numbers. No one's going to the movies on the December 25th. None of them are well, going to be able to be open. They may not even be open That's now. what I'm saying. None of them are going to be open. None of them are going to be open in, in New York. None of them are going to be open in Florida, well, Illinois, also, Texas, the, and this. So Wonder Woman 84 is, is going to be the thing where HBO Max or HBO's like, see, it works. If we let the people see it, everyone wanted to see it. Yeah, because you don't have an option. Mm-hmm. What happens... When you get to next summer and let's say 75% of the still alive theaters are open and Space Jam, the final boogaloo or whatever comes out, how many people are going to stay home and watch that versus going to the theater? It's going to be aimed at younger kids, right? And whatever. That's where their money's going to be. They're going to stay home well, for and something watch like that. that. You that you might not be in a bad position with it. That's what I'm saying. Is those numbers are going to be false positives. Right. It's when you get to 
Godzilla versus King Kong. Sure, that's a good one. Matrix 4. Matrix 4. Those are the ones where those are the be the interesting numbers. And if the numbers on HBO Max, if 40 million people are watching it the first weekend and it only makes $40 million the first weekend, you've got... You're you're showing that most of the people will watch it here, but how do you financially mm. account for that? How many people are were planning to leave your service and then said, "No, wait, I want to hold on until I get to Godzilla versus King mm-hmm. Kong." How many people got to the two weeks before Godzilla versus King Kong and said, "I might as well sign up for this, right?" Because I want to see it, and that's the hard number to me to quantify. We said it with Disney with Mulan was how many people bought it. It's an easy number to qual- to quantify. And at first, everyone said it was amazing, and Disney was super happy. And then three weeks later, like I don't think it was as good as people thought it was going to be. Mm-hmm. Um, well, we just, do know and, that and they're all numbers that are hidden from us too. That's the other thing: is box office is box office has to be reported, and we can see it. We still don't know how many subscribe, how many true subscribers there are for Netflix, or what any of their when they're doing the trending top ten. I always look at those with kind of a side eye, like, there's no way anyone's really watching half of this stuff. This stuff is terrible. It's just owned by Netflix. The day that Warner Brothers announced this 2021, you know, movie release, AMC put 200 million shares up for sale. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No theaters. So that's, I mean, that tells you right there something, you know. Theaters yeah, it's, are it's it's what I've been saying. They've already said a lot of smaller theaters are starting be the to close. end of of movie theaters. I don't think you're ever going to see an end of movie theaters. I think you will. No, you no. Won't. What you're seeing you a resurgence of is drive-in theaters. No, what you're going to see is the movie theater experience is going to switch to that, the, like the Cinepolis in Westlake, that you go to a theater. Yes. it has better food. It has it's more expensive. It's going to become an elitist thing where people are like, well, I went to see it in the movie theater. Right. It's going to be that the, the, you know, almost like the, I read the book first mm-hmm. is no, no, no. I saw, I saw the newest star Wars film in the movie theater. I didn't just watch it at home on my 80 inch TV. With it may also be where you get a different version. There's a possibility. You get the, like the a other, director's cut or an extended cut. The third thing cut. that I've heard is also that older films will be on a movie screen because you've never saw them. Right. On the movie screen. Mm. So that may be a push for some of these places. I mean, or dollar theaters six months later will get Wonder Woman 1984. Or you, and you they'll start... have that experience because, I mean, it's never going it, to, it's not going to die because people like us still will go to the film. But you're not going to see the megaplexes like 14 theater, you know, 14 screen theaters. And you stuff. might not I feel see like that because just... there's not, there's not going to be 14 films released right. anymore. You say um, oh, wow. people like us. Yeah. Because we're used to going to the theater, mm-hmm. but the generation behind us now who've grown up with these streaming service would be like, why am I going to go to a movie theater when I can just sit at home and watch but it? There's but still, one of the, but there's still a different on. experience. One of the things that we've noticed though, that generation that we think is only interested in that experience, what we're watching is a resurgence into other experiences that, people ahead of them had so when everyone says like oh nobody reads anymore nobody reads anymore there's more books in print right now than have ever existed in, in the, the history of the world look at the resurgence more of vinyl reading vinyl those types of things those experiences will still be there i think you're, you're gonna get to a point where watching it at home for a lot of people that that are championing it like those people are never going to movies anyway that's the thing is they want to see it because it's like, well, I don't like going to the movies. I don't like paying for popcorn. I don't like going to this. I don't like leaving around people. For me, that has lambasted the movie experience for people that just can't stop talking in their cell phones or whatever. I still going to see Avengers Endgame the day it comes out in a full theater. 
and having every single one of them hear me scream as loud as I've ever screamed at anything <laughs> in my entire life when Thor gets the hammer, or excuse me, when Captain America gets the hammer, that's an experience. As I'm watching Rogue One last night on TV, you know, on Disney Plus through my TV, I'm remembering the experience of going to see that opening night with Melissa. I'm remembering the experience of going, again, the theater experience, the special experience, going to see it at um, the El Capitan just before the end of the year and going and having, you know, when the things open, the stormtroopers come out and they had the props and everything and they had places to take pictures. I mean, going to, going to see... Um, going to see Rogue One that night, one of the things that I have, someone came in a, in a Darth Vader costume. Mm -hmm. And there's a shot that Melissa took of him choking me. I don't get that at home. Unless you want to hire somebody to be in a Darth Vader costume while we come here to watch the next film <laughs> or whatever. Like, okay, everyone get your, with his hand out and jump up and do the Vader choke or whatever. He just gets a mannequin, puts a Vader yeah. costume on it. <laughs> um, out. So that experience is still going to be there. Like, every time we it's lament something, oh, the magazines are never going to exist. They're much smaller. They still exist. Comic books are never going to Comic books are over. We've said comic books have been over for 30 years. Comic books are still being published. Um, the experiences are different. The types of comics that are being different. The way that they're being printed and distributed is different. Well, you just said it. it, it going to the movies is going to be an experience. It's going to be different. You're going, it's going to be, you know, it, people still like, to, you know, you can cook and have things delivered at your home. People still like going out to dinner. Yeah. It's not going to go away. Maybe it's going to go become smaller. You're not going to have, you know, you're not going to have Rise of Skywalker. You're still going to go see Guardians of the Galaxy three nine times in four days. Yeah, because no one here is going to sit through him sitting on the couch going, "Dude, I love this so much." <laughs> but you're you're not going to have you know fourteen theaters playing Last Jedi or you know whatever. You're going to have it's going to be a smaller you know maybe six screen theater. Or something like that. You may have a I couple. I still stand by it, but... You know, You'll have an adaptation. Yeah. As you know it from 2019, probably not going to be the same. No. Is it going to adapt? Yes. Is it going to adapt by charging you more money? Yes. Because that's one of the reasons that... That's one of the reasons that comics still exists is because they hooked on to people like me and people my age that still wanted to buy comics, and they just keep charging you more to make up for the people that are stealing them online or not buying them or not reading them yeah. or trying to find different ways to get them. That's how. That's one of the differences. It's going to be. Look, if you're in Manhattan and you want to go to the movies in 2022, it's going to be twenty dollars. But we even saw before before this whole pandemic started, the AMC over here just remodeled the seat. You know, there was less. How stupid are they? I know. How, there's <laughs> less seats in each of the theaters. You know, they added better, better items seats. to the menu. You got to have the better seats, and you have to have all the things that are there. The better items in the yeah. menu. Yeah. Although I miss their old menu. Their old menu was good. Um. But uh, you'll see, you'll You're see there the first thing in the morning. Just hit those chicken tenders, man. It's like eight bucks for tenders and fries. <laughs> It'll fill you up. Breakfast. Yeah. No, no, no. We'll see it adapt. You'll still be able to go see Beauty and the Beast next to a bunch of children. Being no. a human being <laughs> is going to be like $50 a ticket. So there's <laughs> not going to be a row of kids with them. Being a human being is about adapting. All right. Shut up. I mean, <laughs> how do you think people are going to feel when Hawkeye is a female? Nothing. Nothing. Absolutely nothing. It's a terrible segue. Where, <laughs> where's the crickets? Can you, can you... Well, it's just weird because we never seem to end there that topic, and then he just like oh, I was trying. I was trying to end the topic and move on, but it wasn't. There was Bad no segue anyway. Um, so I, I love it when we posted this into our private thread. 
Chris's first comment was, this is the worst kept secret in Hollywood. Worst kept secret in Hollywood. Yeah. She's, we've all known she's going to be uh, Well, Kate it's always the while. tiptoe back and forth. Well, she didn't she didn't sign anything. Well, she did sign something. No, she yeah, didn't. just talk. No, no, no. In just the like, end. And if anyone has any question of what we're talking about, <laughs> Haley Steinfeld has signed on to be Kate Bishop in the, the Hawkeye, Hawkeye TV, series. TV series. And the reason yes. that we don't have that sort of thing is because in the end, it's not you still aren't getting people that are going to admit what's going on. Right. They don't want to. It's the well, same with Ahsoka and Rosario to. Dawson. Yeah, the same thing. Rosario, well, the other thing with Ro- Rosario Dawson is she said she was in it, <laughs> and then she said she wasn't in it. Exactly. <laughs> and then she's in it. Yeah, we Kate, all knew that was going to happen. The, the whole Kate Bishop uh, Steinfeld thing was most likely timing. You know, yeah, Steinfeld's she, in it? Huh? What's the deal <laughs> with this bow and arrow? You know, Shouldn't I be using a gun? She, you know, obviously she wanted to do it. They wanted her to do it. <laughs> she just didn't have a time to put it into her schedule or was trying to get it into the schedule. I think before that's they the excuse that they were saying, but yeah, they, they confirmed her a while ago. Well, they didn't really confirm with, her. Not with anybody else. Within the company, it's been confirmed. Yeah, this is who we're getting. And everybody kind of already, you know, well, it's been, knew about it. Obviously, it's been hyped since... The 2019 Comic-Con when yeah. they made the announcement Hawkeye was going to be coming to a TV series. We already knew Jeremy Renner was kind of... His character was already on the outs. You know, I mean, in the last two Avengers movie, he really was not really a major part of it. Oh, he's a huge part of the second mm-hmm. one. He's not an Infinity War because he broke no. his arms. Well, the third... I mean, okay. I always... Civil War on... He's a big part of Civil War too. Yeah. No, he's he, as big as as most of the other he guys. He comes in every, at the every end. Avengers movie. He's had a big but they, part. No, in. He's he the comes one in, but they, they said he's. Uh, aren't you retired? Yes, but then they're like, "Who? How the hell are we going to get Wanda out of the thing?" Right. Like, I got an idea. Take the dude with the bow and arrow and fight Vision. Also, uh, uh, Russo, uh, Joe Russo's kids coming back because all of Hawkeye's kids are going to be part of this series apparently. <laughs> <laughs> so she uh, she landed a. Perfect role of being Joe Russo's daughter like we need, and <laughs> getting a job. She got the role of she playing his role. daughter. Yeah, she, she got the role. <laughs> so is that how you get the, kids nowadays? No, yeah, yeah. all they the sperm stopped right in front of the egg, and then they had to audition, and they're like, "Okay, I'll click that one," and then boom, right in there. <laughs> you have gravitas. Her uh, her small role in the End Game. So <laughs> what? What do we do? We see. His- <laughs> Oh yeah, because we see him at the funeral. Yes, because mm-hmm. he sees he sees the kid when he goes back. Yes, which is the one from from. And she's in the beginning where he's teaching yeah. her how to shoot the bow and arrow. Yeah, and that's what everybody thought she was going to be Kate Bishop. Yeah, or going to be the new Hawkeye, but they were going to change it. You know my stance. I've said for a while. You guys gonna start changing stuff up because too much of this stuff just follows right along the line is what you would expect it to. Which kind of <laughs> like. Eh. Um, she makes uh, Haley Steinfeld makes sense being no have have Hawkeye's daughter sure be uh, the, the new, new Hawkeye, Hawkeye, not Kate Bishop. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Like, d- don't remove the Kate Bishop character. Have Jenny Barton or whatever her name is. But you know, so many people would get so. I know, but that's, that's not supposed to be. You have to do something different. You got to move forward at some point. I know, but most. Main, no, not even mainstream. Most hardcore fans, because the mainstream fans would accept it no matter what. 
Doesn't, yeah, they're telling you the hardcore fans are going to scream and bitch and, and you don't know that hold they're on, not on, going on, to on. be doing that either because they scream and bitch whether you get it right or not. Oh, yeah. totally. That's the thing is, take something different, make a difference. As I said, make Magneto an Avengers film, Avengers villain for a film. Don't give me Kang. Don't yeah. give me the same damn villains I've read about a thousand times mm-hmm. in the comics. Give me something different. Give me something new. Play with your sandbox a completely different way. This is the chance to go right instead of going left. Instead of going straight. Like, Winter Soldier's great because they take the concept of the Winter Soldier and they also take the concept in Secret Warriors of Hydra infiltrating and they kind of meld them together into something that's... It still has those pieces that make you go, oh, wait, like, when the first time I saw it, when he gets into the thing and Armzola is telling him what's going on, this is Secret Warriors. Like, oh, my goodness, this is awesome. Um, or even when they had Winter Soldier kill Tony's parents. Yeah, I mean that's the, the the connectivity of some of those things is is different than you see it in in the books, which is what I want more of. So it would have been interesting to have him train his daughter, especially with the fact that he was going to give it up. It's not the life he wanted to live, but for her to say that this is what I want to do would be an interesting story instead of having to introduce a new character. Well, you will probably have a different back because uh, you had one part where Cassie Sandsmark was was as um, a Hawkeye or an Arrow character mm-hmm. or whatever, and then she became stature. Um, well, you also don't know what Kate, Kate's role in this series is. Kate's role in this series will be exactly what her role is in the end of Matt Fraction's run, which is she is a second Hawkeye mm-hmm. who is going to be training under under Clint. And they'll have a fairly adversarial relationship, but they still love each other and they're going to do all that jazz because we also get pizza dog. So there you go. Kate turns her attention to fighting crime after a life-changing attack in Central Park, joining her, joining the Young Avengers and eventually settling with fellow archer Clint, Clint Barton. That's the how it happened in the book. Mm-hmm. Most likely it's going to be it will be something, something of the, yeah it'll be something along those lines they're not going to stray yeah. too far from it yeah um talking about you know you're talking about new things and straying and people wanting old things i put it in there just because i i know we've talked about this matter of fact i think ethan even brought it up a couple of weeks ago about daredevil and keeping you know the same characters from the Netflix show, or so excuse me, same actors. Nope. From the Netflix show, bringing them to the MCU, or the nope. MCU proper. Nope. Nope. And I'll, I'll say it a thousand times, and I'll say it a thousand times more. Kevin Feige could not give two shits about what happened on Netflix. I agree. I will. totally agree. But that doesn't stop the fans from saying the fans say it all they want. You notice, they Ethan? Did, did you sign the petition? No. If you've noticed. They didn't remake. They didn't remake Last Jedi, correct? And they didn't do the final season of Game of Thrones. <laughs> so these don't work because major studios who have a lot of money invested in this and have major, majorly powerful players like Kevin Feige in charge of the entire MCU. Mm-hmm. But they changed Sonic. Are not going to Sonic is a doesn't matter. They got Justice League made. Well, no. What they did is they probably watched. They probably watched that same trailer. Even the execs are on the screen, like okay, and then they got to like, oh, what, what the, what the hell is this? But that's also what, <laughs> when they when they put something into a focus group, yeah. most of those focus, they you know they they change things off those focus groups. They just Kevin Feige so, the Sonic thing either. was 
a very large, a very focus large group. focus group. <laughs> yes, and in, in yeah. it's a, it's a, it, we said it sets a bad precedent. But I'm they were yes. right. But the thing is, they were right because yeah. that thing was yeah. That's like an abomination that should never be unleashed on mankind. Yeah. But someone like Kevin Feige, he's why would he not listen to fans? Well, I'll tell you why. Because he's produced like two hundred billion dollars worth of movies, so he's going to do what he wants to do. Right. And he has been on record that he doesn't care about any of the Netflix stuff, and he's not going to be beholden to whatever came out in Netflix. If they ever decide, to, excuse me, if they ever decide to do a Daredevil. Again, once they get the rights back, they're not going to be beholden to some Netflix series from six years ago. They're going to do something new. Mm-hmm. Lucasfilm. Disney buys it. We're going to make new films. We're not going to be beholden to 85,000 pages worth of fiction that have already been written. We're going to tell JJ to do something new, and we're going to write our own story. We only have to pay attention to these six films that existed at the time and this one TV series. I'm really surprised. Well, so I guess Rebels I'm, started. Yeah, I'm really surprised that... They the fans are focusing so much on the Daredevil character and not the Kingpin character from the show. Because if I had to choose one or the other, I'm going with Kingpin. No, they're hand in hand. That's the thing. That's it's the thing, yeah. If you if you take Daredevil and you're like, we're gonna make it Charlie Cox and that story, those Daredevil seasons count, quote unquote. Well then it just opens it up to okay, well now Jessica Jones counts and, right. and Punisher counts and the, the Unfortunately, Iron Fist. You think they're going to do Iron Fist? No. That's what I mean. Like, once you pick one of them, you have to pick all of them because then the fans aren't going to accept mm-hmm. anything else. And so you're just going to do something If weird. Iron Fist shows up in... And you know what's going to happen. They're going to do Daredevil. They're going to get some young, hot dude who's ripped like crazy. They're going to get a hot chick to play Electra, and it's going to be good and everything. This is the best. I love Daredevil so much. Yeah. This is good. What about the... F Charlie Cox. It's stupid. I'll dumb. I hate that old stuff. Well, I never, I never liked him anyway. I mean, that's a, the Marvel thing is so different. Like the, the Marvel fandom is the flip from Star Wars, totally, where they just like everything that's new and everything else that came before it can just get shoved into the toilet. And Star Wars is just like the last good film I ever saw was Empire Strikes Back. <laughs> I love this franchise, but I hate everything it's ever done except for two films. Mm-hmm. That's uh, that's my biggest gripe with people of Star Wars fandom. You don't have to like all of it. Is that? Yeah, but if you just like one thing, of medicine, I'm like, boy, I don't know how much of this movie I can take. <laughs> Man, do I if love you, But if you like only one film or one and a half films, and you go, and you're a fan of that film. That's yes, the thing. I said you're not a Star. You're Wars not fan. a Star Wars fan. If you're you're a only fan seen of the a nine hit. films. You're a fan of the films. Tolkien for me, Lord of the Rings. I am a fan of Peter Jackson's Lord of the Rings. I don't go so far as to say I'm a Tolkien fan. I've never read the books outside of The Hobbit. I do not like the three Hobbit films. I am not a Tolkien fan. I'm not a Lord of the Rings fan. I'm not a Hobbit fan. I'm not a Middle Earth fan. I am a fan of Peter Jackson's three Lord of the Rings films. Mm. People in in sports. And when I used to work at Coles, two guys there that were huge Ducks fans were like, "We're hockey fans." No, you're not, because you only watch Ducks games. And once they either they don't make the playoffs or they get knocked out of the playoffs, you don't watch the rest of the playoffs. You are not hockey fans. No. You are Duck fans. That's it. But see, I'm a hockey fan. I'll watch all of the playoffs. I'll watch all the playoffs when even when they're between two teams, I don't like. <laughs> the only game I would ever not watch is a Vancouver Canucks Detroit Red Wings <laughs> game because I hate both of those teams with a passion. Now, if they're in a playoff series, I'm still watching it because I got to know who's going to win. And see, I'm reading the in. Silmarillion right now, and I, I know that you would like I'm sure I would. Look. When I walk into my house, where these, these slots that are there, you've seen them where there's yeah. the post and that's where the mail is. There's six books there. <laughs> 
And there's still Star Wars books coming. Oh, and yeah. I put down everything else and start to read Star Wars books. And the weird thing is, is I still haven't finished Point of View. And I've realized I've had it for like three weeks I can't or whatever. You finished I'm that. shocked. I'm shocked it's, I have Especially finished. since they're just short stories where you I can know. sit down. I don't one know one. what it is. Maybe, I mean, maybe not, that's it. Because I'm like, there's natural ending points where it's like, well, I don't yeah. need to keep reading at this moment. I mean, it, of, but see, the Silmarillion's kind of like that too. They're chapters and it does carry it on a little bit. But. It's you know it's something that's a very very slow. You have to read it slow. It's like it's like reading Shakespeare. You know, mm-hmm. you, there's a lot of uh, similes and metaphors and you know and, and just references that you got to sit down and you got to really understand what yeah. you're reading. I'm not I'm not saying I'm not a fan of the other stuff, but you would love it. No, I'm sure I would, but it just isn't something that I've gone out and read. Sure, so I don't want to. I don't like people that present themselves as. Oh, I'm a huge Tolkien fan. Oh, right. Well, you like all the books? Oh, I haven't read any of the books. Yeah. Mm. Uh, did you like The Hobbit? No, I didn't like any of The Hobbit films. Did you read The Hobbit? No, I didn't read The Hobbit. No, I, I totally agree. When, when Borders still existed, as I'm watching those films, when we get to Return of the King, I used to sit in Borders and read the indices at the end uh-huh. of Return of the King just to find all the pieces. That's how I found out that Faramir and Eowyn end up together. And I'm like, oh, that's cool. Yeah. I like that part. Mm. That's good stuff. Um but it's still just that, that, again, that fandom of, like, for me, outside of two book series, I've read 90% of whatever's been written for Star Wars. I think um, you know, I'm pretty close to it. doing the same idea. Yeah. There's a couple of one I, I didn't read. I didn't finish the Yuzon Vong stuff because I didn't write right. the beginning of it. Mm-hmm. And I didn't read the series after the Legacy book series, the Galaxy, Fate of the Galaxy or whatever it was. Yeah. I didn't get to those, um, but it's so funny. There's a couple of books here and there. Like I found, I found a couple that I was like, "Oh, I never read like Razor's Edge and yeah. Muggler something." And I was like, "Oh, there's kind of these one-offs that I never." But the read. funny thing is, when you're in these some of these Star Wars groups, and you know, you like you and I, we we've read you know most of the comics, most of the books. We've seen all of the movies. Well, all I of slammed the... someone because of the comics because I was just like, "No, this happens. This happens. This yeah. happens." Because it's all in canon in the comics. And, and even then, people... the canon even then the canon doesn't make. It, I was like. The canon of the comics don't make sense with what Alexander Freed wrote in Battlefront. That drives me nuts because like these don't coexist. But when you but when you get in those groups and some people are you know like, well I don't understand. Does, does you know does uh, Ahsoka have dark sabers? Is that what her why are lightsabers are like that? You know that color. Is there you know why is she doing this? Why and you're like, you know was, I started to scream at somebody about wait, something. Wait. No, you're like that. <laughs> Most people don't really care or respond to people. No, but but, but you have a tendency to want to oh my educate God, it just, everybody. It drives me nuts. You know, like and then they went after I after I went on this big rant about it, the next comment was I'm sorry, I I didn't know any of this. Exactly. You know, I feel kind of bad now that you know you didn't need to be so mean. And well, I, I love the uh yeah, it's someone, like, oh, someone sorry. asks me a Star Wars question, and then it's that Charlie Day meme <laughs> yeah. of him in front of the board. <laughs> this is this is me Connect for the next all the dots. This is me for the next half. It's like somebody asked me a Star Wars question, and this is me for the next half hour. And Melissa sends it to me, and she's like, "You?" And I said, "No." And then she sent back, "Come on, like, yeah." Okay. <laughs> and that's the thing. I said, hey, "Someone on Twitter." But that's what's had, fun when you have somebody else answered like it somewhere, and it said. Name a subject that you could do like a 30-minute TED Talk on Mm -hmm. without any preparation. And I was like, uh, dinosaurs, Star Wars, G.I. Joe, Marvel Comics, 90s comics, more dinosaurs, more Star Wars. Well, no, you you had, but you had, your top four were dinosaurs. It was dinosaurs, Star Wars, Wars, G.I. Joe, more more dinosaurs. dinosaurs. And then then you went into other stuff, then more Star Wars, then more dinosaurs. And then potatoes. Yeah. 
Eighty potatoes too. I was like, but see, some of the, I can talk. I can talk to myself for thirty minutes about Star Wars. Well, I was just going to say. I talked to myself out loud when Melissa had the theory of Goguru being the another. And I'm thinking it in my head, and I was just like, okay, but if he's another, so he's twenty. But if he's twenty there, then that actually kind of works. But they weren't getting to having it on Wednesday. We talked about it. We're trying to figure out like the age register worth like a decade. For Yoda species, it seems like a decade is like a year for them. Mm-hmm. Or, or no, a, a century for them is like a, a decade. decade. Yeah, um, for humans. Yeah. And it's just like, but then as I'm watching Empire on TV, there's something wrong with that because Yoda's 900 and he says for nearly 800 years he's been training Jedi. Right. Which means he would be much older when he was 100 or much, much mature when mm. he he's 100. Mm. Like, yeah. Now I've got one thing that's like, but I've got to it. It falls into that category of that was written 40 all, years ago. so much of that. And I we're mean, just trying to. And Grogu is, he changes a lot in 50 years. Yeah. Um, but you know, there's there's times when when you and I are sitting here talking about Star Wars or G.I. Joe or something. Yeah, we're recording it. <laughs> no, but uh, even when we're off and we're, we're talking about it. And we're pretty much murder boarding it, putting you know mm-hmm. dots to here and there. You can see Ethan's eyes or or ginger board, or Goguru Revenge of Sith, which is going to line up to Goguru Return of the Jedi. But you you can see them; their eyes just kind of glaze over, oh, yeah. and they're just you know. Uh, we're not. Force we're not Awakens, sucked in. You weren't even a big Star Wars fan. We right? weren't sucked in. I mean, I was, but I wasn't going out of my way to Half find new stories. Yeah, know. yeah. You had said something like. You weren't as excited for it, right? And as we got closer, you're like, "Yeah, I'm excited for it. I'm excited to get back into this world or whatever." But you mentioned yeah. you mentioned Lord of the Rings real quick, and I, that made me think of something. Um, the cast of Lord of the Rings and The Hobbit all got together and are in the process of purchasing uh, Tolkien's home, where he wrote the books and oh, everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw that. And, and they set up like a GoFundMe to try and save his yes. home or something yeah, like that. And yeah. they want to turn it into a library slash museum. Yeah. I think that's an amazing idea. Yeah. You know, I mean, even, if, even then, you could put some of the Lord of the Rings. What Rings. was that? You, you were there? No, even, yeah. So you were you trying to say Ethan's here. name? No, I was, going to, I was trying to say even I mean, then. I know, but even turned into like Oscar yes. Isaac has nothing to do with this part. <laughs> even Oscar Isaacs. <laughs> Is Irish wearing a wrist watch for the, the Irish Red wrist Wings? Watch. See, I can't even do it slow anymore. <laughs> you you could put in some of the the um, Jackson props and stuff into that museum. You put a lot of stuff in there. Yeah, I just thought that was a you know cool thing. What the value of a first edition Hobbit yeah. is? It's got to be a couple of them somewhere. So, 2021 Lucasfilm is selling celebrating its 50th anniversary. It was better when they were 25. <laughs> uh, I mean, there's a, there's a whole big campaign going to happen from the toy line, and they're all going to be using the same Lucasfilm 50th anniversary yeah, logo. Have, it's funny to have a toy line where it's just like, oh, we've got Lucasfilm 50th anniversary stamped in the corner. Like, that doesn't mean anything. Mm-hmm. Like, well, if, they're, if they're like, hey, we developed another sound system for the 50th anniversary. People forget Lucasfilm's big thing mm. for a lot of years was not making films, just making everybody else's films look better. There, yeah, yeah. I mean, but he, you know, it was Lucasfilm was before Star Wars because you know he was doing American Graffiti yeah, and all these others. Lucasfilm. That's the thing is like it wasn't really called Lucasfilm when they did Star Wars. It was just all the guys he hired to do the model work for Star Wars. Yeah. Well, no, technically Lucasfilm was it was founded in uh, 1971. Yeah, and it was, it was like called Lucasfilm then. Because when he started, it's like when I was in film school and I came up my with my production company name, 
Yep, that's when it started. <laughs> yeah, well, was, technically, I mean, yes. well, because he produced. If you made any movies, yes. and you, you know, Lucasfilm was done because, yes, he produced, basically, he produced Star Wars on his own. Correct. He's the executive producer for his own movie because they're mm-hmm. like, we don't know what this is, so just go make it and we'll see if we make some money. Um, but for what Lucasfilm became known for after Star Wars was basically just doing everybody else's movies. Yeah. For their effects company, well, the and effects the and the sound, and, and, yeah, and all that type of like, stuff, and they all fell under the umbrella of. Well, they've right. won twenty nine Emmys, thirty eight Oscars. Yeah, none of them are for acting. <laughs> I wonder, Let's did, try did Lucas that's get any trick. of those awards? Lucas himself, does he get any of those awards? Uh, uh, I mean, he's probably got producing credit in terms of some of that. I mean, no, I don't, he, know. Like, I don't never, know if he's if he has like an Oscar sitting on his mantle somewhere. I'm sure oh, he has yeah, an honor because he's extra. I mean, he's he's got an honorary uh, lifetime. Yeah, but he's also got you know producing. Those all count. Mm-hmm. He doesn't have one for directing. Yeah. Go figure. But <laughs> worst worst decision he ever made was directing those first three films. I know. No, the worst decision he made was. Writing, directing, editing. <laughs> no, I think if he wrote the films and then had somebody as a director sure. take over and kind of tweak them. Mm-hmm. But when when you when you're the when you're limiting yourself into your own little box, mm-hmm. you don't see what other people are seeing. I think yeah. he felt those three were just going to be much more connected because he went in with it with a plan. Which is why when everyone's like, they didn't have a plan going into the sequels, that's the best way to do it. I mean, you realize the original trilogy, he didn't have a plan, right? Wow, Lucasfilm Publishing has published over 180 books. Mm-hmm. Oh, excuse me, has had over 180 books on the New uh, the New York Times bestseller list. Mm-hmm. Not that they they've published way more than 180, but yeah, not by much. They're all published through different companies, but yes, they're listed under the Lucasfilm banner. Poor Lucy Autry. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> at the beginning, going, uh, wait, hold on, you did what? Well, the Empire, the Empire is still the Empire 10 years after Jedi. No, we already wrote a book that it was only five years after Jedi. Yeah. <laughs> they were already defeated. That's too quick. It well, even re- the Truce of Bacter had... Uh, Truce of Bakura is, is like days after Return of yeah. the Jedi. <laughs> but that first, that's always my favorite thing. Heir to the Empire and uh, Dark Empire. The first book and the first comic. Yep. Don't make sense. <laughs> and the people wonder why they... Yeah. Yeah. Five years in, Coruscant's the capital of the New Republic. They're in the um, they're in the Imperial Palace. That's the the head. They have the Senate. Heir to the Empire takes place a year later. The Imperials are fighting a civil war all over the planet at Coruscant. Mm-hmm. They had to rewrite it where the, the Empire takes Coruscant back. <laughs> in between, that's where the Lusenka comes from. Is <laughs> it's hiding in the middle of it because yep. they used it to do that, and then they had to free Coruscant again <laughs> in Rogue Squadron in order to get it to be to match all the other books that were, took place ten years after Jedi. And like, hey, Coruscant's the capital of the New Republic, boy. And v- that's why when it got to Lucasfilm and they were just threw everything out and they started writing the new ones, like, no, nah, they never. Coruscant never was the capital of it. It was Chandrila, and then it was uh, the one that gets blown up and all. That. That's Chandrila. No, the one that. Oh no, no, that's uh, that's uh, yes. Chandra was the first one. Then they yeah. said they were going to move the capital. <laughs> that, at, at the once the empire was defeated, they said the capital would not be in the same place for more than like a couple of years, right? Mm. In order to have different places participate, right? It was something prime. Hosnia, um, Hosnia Prime, yeah. something with an H. Um, um but yes, yeah, so Rogue Squadron though is one of the those. It's one of those really underrated um, 
It's the best stuff they released. Yeah, that's what. Yeah, the book series because the it was it was a long book series and a long comic series. Which but is, you get which, so lost which, in the shuffle, which uh, basically does the minutia of the New Republic, right? Of what it's like to kind of build this new society and everything. Which is kind and of what the they're doing. If you want like the best Star Wars story that's so close to what the films should be but can't be because it's nine books, yeah, is that legacy book series. It does exactly what a book series should do. It is super complicated. It is super complex. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of twists and turns. The characters take huge turns. There's a lot of emotion. There's a lot of drama. There's a lot of everything in it. That book series is amazing. Yeah. And those are the ones like, go back and read those. Just don't, who cares? I've just read the... Um, the Epic Collection for New Republic Volume 1, which reprints the old legend stuff. Right. And there's stuff in there that, quote unquote, doesn't make sense. Um, oh, I forgot what the... There's some there's some short tales in the back from Star Wars Tales. And there was one of them, sort of the same thing. I was reading it going, hey, this is kind of like something they just did. Like They must have looked at this. Um, well, here, when, you know, we've seen the uh, X-Wing pilots in Mandalorian. Mm-hmm. That they're kind of out policing and patrolling the outer rim, makes me kind of think of. There's so many uh, rogue squadron type stories you could tell. Oh yeah, no, there's a bunch of that type of stuff. There's a bunch of the the grunt type of stuff. That's why I like the Battlefront novel novel so much. Um, And I hope we get more of that within the show. Yeah, we probably won't. (laughs) We got a lot of Jedi stuff in two seasons. Speaking of Mandalorian, we're gonna have more Jedi show up. Chapter fourteen. We got a lot. To, I mean, we thought we had a lot to unpack. If you, if you love fan service, you had the biggest chubby <laughs> you could imagine. Well, that's just it, the first season had very little fan service. You, I said the first season doesn't call back to anyone that we had seen before. Except for one tiny little blip of scene on Tatooine. That would, nobody knew. It wasn't, right. exp- it wasn't expressly told to you right my fear for this season and i love this season and it's been good and it's done really really well but it is what are people excited about the same shit we've been doing for the last 10 years the same people showing up the same whatever now they do serve the story of the child slash gogru and the mandalorian as they go forward yes but we get a ton of characters we've seen in other media we get bo katan we get ahsoka we now have boba fett Uh uh-huh boba fett we get uh, we get Boba Fett ship. Total spoilers, by the way. How many people? I think by the time we get to the, you know, they well, know the, the, the kind of like the the thing they tried to say is like everyone not spoil it through the weekend, like the official spoiler. Right, was Monday. Nobody follows that. Not um, any of the, uh, the none of the toy groups. The toy groups the, suck about the, it. It's just terrible. Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, we get a ship that is given to you as like the new iconic ship. Yeah, the Mandalorian flies. Flies his own iconic ship. So he flies upset. a ship that is 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 a big part of the show. We've seen it. We've seen it dismantled mm-hmm. like forty times. We've seen we it becoming the mil- the new Millennium we, we Falcon. Can, yeah, we have hu- a lot of scenes on it, especially the one where they go to 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 break out the uh-huh. dude in the prison, and then they do. I mean, they did a Hazlab project, three hundred and fifty dollars, but you get to own this beautiful piece. Of wonderful and it's huge. pop. And it's ginormous. It's one eighteen like, scale. Is it. <coughs> and then Moff Gideon shows up and blows it to hell. 
One it shot. It just explodes. <laughs> I want, you heard me. It was oh! <laughs> <laughs> was like, wait a minute. And the first thing in my head, we talked about it after the show was over. I wonder how many people were packed that Hasbro. Watch out. Ben, ben, and you know, the funny thing is when Beth saw she said the same thing. She goes, well... Guess it's good that you didn't get that Haslab project. So one of the groups <laughs> but that's that, the thing is, why would you be so upset? I mean, it's such a cool ship. Anyway. It's a cool ship for a season and a half. If we get yeah. 10 seasons of the Mandalorian and he's only flying that ship for a season and a half, I'm not spending $350 to get an A-Wing. Yeah. You know, that's no. in one film or whatever. Did you see? So hold up, one of the groups that I'm in says, I hope the next Haslab project is a two-scale, accurate, six-inch, uh, six-inch scale Slave One, so oh, we yeah. have a ship that's existed for more than a couple of episodes. <laughs> but and there was you... one guy in one of the groups that said, I don't know how to get my money refunded, but I really want it. Yeah. Could you imagine if they had done that before? If, like, the end oh, of it was Oh, my God. Gonna... <laughs> if they had done so that before it like, finished? No, 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 no. Look, they planned that out pretty well. It was trashed in the second episode of the first season. It was trashed in the beginning of this season. It was literally it was held together by strings. by strings and squid people and whatever. And you're like, oh, this is this is awesome. It's got all the hallmarks of the money. <laughs> it's it ain't coming from this. It is vaporized. Well, did you see that somebody... cool weapons locker? Gone. The the only time you've ever seen a toilet in the Star Wars universe, gone. The engines, those pool big They're engines, gone. The cockpit. Left. The only thing left is a is the Beskar spear and his little the little ball. <laughs> the only things that are there. Did you see somebody made uh, put the box art for the for the uh, for the Haslab? And it's the crater. (laughs) (laughs) There was there was a lot of stuff in that episode. The same thing when Slave One shows, I'm like, ooh, yeah. And even I apologize, like, oh, sorry, I was I was trying not to make any noise, but I just I'm sitting there. Oh, I know what this means. I'm sitting back there going, and as much as and he he, you know he's making, (laughs) as much as again we rail against fan service. Man, it was oh, awesome totally. to see it. It still, it still gets you. It was just like the, the mm-hmm. trailer for Rise of Skywalker with the Emperor's voice at the end. I'm like, okay, I'm in. Yeah, I didn't want this, but I'm in. And then I got to see it. Like, okay, I'm out. Well, you know, I mean, you see, you know, the 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 silhouette of, of, of Boba Fett landing behind the stormtrooper. You know, as this st- stormtrooper is standing up, what's going to be the next shot? But when it happens, and it's Boba, Fett, you know, he's in his armor, not even in the yeah. full armor. You're going, oh my. Well, you do that before when you finally see Boba Fett do something. Oh, totally. In that he's like... That was one of the reviews. Yeah. Saying like, oh, now you get to actually see the badass character that Boba Fett was. um, Zachy Hansen, who I follow on uh, a a bunch of different platforms. He's a film critic in San Francisco, but he's also a big nerd and everything. He said it only took 40 years for Boba Fett to finally be as badass as we all thought he was when we first saw him. (laughs) Now, look, he finds Han Solo. And he stands up to Vader like, you know, I'm going to take it. But then he gets you thrown. You never he, see him fire a shot. Well, you see him fire one shot. All you had to do was have him fight Luke for like 10 minutes. Yeah. Like, especially if you had known at the time, he's got Beskar armor and it can stop it. Like, he puts his hands up and Luke tries to hit him and it's just like, oh, this is no good. I've never had anything else other than a lightsaber stop this thing. And then they get into the tussle or whatever because Jedi's on TNT. TNT show like every movie over uh-huh. and over and over and over and over and over again. So it's just kind of been background noise for me. I'm watching that. He just he lands. Luke cuts his thing in half. He fires one shot. He turns side. Yeah, because he fires it like up into the. Oh, no, that's what it is. Yeah, you fire the shot. He fires the shot. Luke blocks and it. Luke blocks it. I never remembered when I was a kid that he blocked a whole bunch of shots in there. I always thought the first time I ever really saw it was with the speeder bike. That was oh, the really? First time I was like, oh, wow, he's blocking shots. 
Um, he blocks he, them all but one. He blocks a bunch of them up on the sale bars, too. Yeah. Uh, because he's holding it up in the air for some reason. He's like, you know what? I saw this poster. Check this out. Yeah. Um, and he gets the thing cut. He puts the, the rope around Luke. Yeah. And then Luke cuts it. And then Han hits him and he flies into the thing. And then he gets eaten. And then there's a burp joke. Um, there are four burp jokes throughout yeah. the job. Uh-huh. Come on, man. Um, you see him with the... So now in the episode, you have him look like... You know, Kung Fu, the the Shaolin, whatever. The, Kung the, Fu Fit? No, the, no, the, the Shaolin Monk. The, yeah. the, 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 the TV series. Yeah, Kung Fu, the TV series. Yeah, and then the he stops continue. for one second. He's like, wait, you know who I want to be? I want to be Chirrut Imwe. And then he just beats the living hell out of a thousand Stormtroopers. We finally get to see what a gaffy stick can do. Yeah, it can break. Stormtrooper armor's stupid. <laughs> <laughs> like that one book, the, 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 the one book in which the first order Stormtrooper armor is like all the yeah. blaster proof. Like we have to shoot him in the neck. Like, okay, now I, now I know why they wear armor. It stops blasting. Right. Stormtroopers get hit in the shoulder and they fall over dead. It's like it's like the armor pushes all through your body and it just electrocutes. But it's supposed to be pla- you know they, they've changed it to be plastic steel to or to mm-hmm. you know more plastic type steel because of the st- sound of it. I still remember. <laughs> I still remember the old um, uh, West End game stuff. Tried to explain why they wore the armor and it was because the stormtroopers were on so many primitive planets that didn't have blasters. They just had uh, <laughs> slug throwers, which are basically mm-hmm. just bullets. Like, that's what it was for. <laughs> like, it wasn't going to stop blasters because that's too expensive. But no. at least we could do it for that. Yeah. Um, well, if you think they were clones, originally they were clones. And then later Well, this on, is long before. Yeah. This, this is this is the late 80s. So it's 90s. just like they were, like, expendable anyway. So if they yeah. died, they died. You well, know? Yeah, but see, the problem, the problem with the Stormtrooper, quote-unquote, Stormtrooper armor, that they put it back into, you know, the Clone Wars, giving them the same type of armor. Then you put it in the Knights of the Old Republic decides... We're going to keep this almost this exact same type of armor. Mm. So you get this progression that doesn't really doesn't make progress. sense. Didn't and advance yeah. at all. And it doesn't do anything. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's the thing. Um, a Gaddafi stick wielded by Boba Fett can crack the helmet in half. Mm. Crack I'm it like sure. we've never seen before. Yeah. They just took a helmet. And they're like, how do we do this? Hit it with a baseball bat you know, it, on, on set. Like, we're going to take this cheap plastic helmet. We're going to hit it with a baseball bat as hard as we can. And we're just going to put it on the ground. Mm. Um, we find out that... Uh, um, is it Fenric Shan? Yes. Is alive. Fennec. Fennec. Fennec and she now has robo parts in her tummy. Yep. So she got she's, shot. Not, she's not hungry anymore. And she works for Fett, and Fett's like... Fett apparently knows how to, to do some tech work there, He's too. He's got some stuff. That, yep. And then he gets his armor that he has, like, half of it, maybe a third of it. Um, doesn't fit anymore. We know that he's had that armor for 25 years. Yeah, and it's also the fact that he's he's got the... the they finally show on him all the weapons that were told to you in all of the additional yeah. <laughs> texts that he had. He had, you know, the knee, knee missiles, lasers and yeah. knee missiles and the flamethrower. And remember, like, the first design had this, the, the armor would flip open and it had a big cannon in it. Yeah. Because it was like he was a robot or whatever. He was like a cyber. But the, the first white prototype Boba Fett in the three and three quarter line had that flip yeah. open and had the cannon in it. Um. So you finally get to see that almost everything on him is a weapon. And yeah. Like we always kind of stuff. Yeah. And then, yeah, he has the chain code that shows that he is, it, it as much as Lucas said, they weren't Mandalorians. Django is the foundling. It seems to Which we put, talked about that earlier. This it year. seems to put the Django Fett comic book series that Dark Horse put out into some sort of canon because Vizsla's in it. Right. Um, and so is Django. Django is 
picked up as a foundling. Yes. They're the the original Death mm-hmm. Watch, which was a splinter group, is chasing down these Mandalorians, and they take refuge at this guy's farm, and then his parents are killed when these guys show up. He and some of the guys he's which you were saying with. before earlier in the early matter of fact earlier this season you were saying that they pretty much took the Mandalorian story as what Jango like Jango yeah. story yes. Um, mm. That they're they're saved, and this is one character. I think it was I think it was listed as Jodo Castiff in, in the original. I can't yes. remember now. Um, but he's the one that picks up the character that would become Jango Fett. Right. And so Jango Fett was in the pre-canon canon, <laughs> the original EU canon. He is because that's what the Mandalorians were. They were not a race. They were a group of people that were mercenaries and soldiers for right. hire and everything. Kind of like what you know they they've described with the the cult of. The Death Watch, There's the Death Watch, and no, the, but the, the, whatever the cult is that um, the Mandalorians are part of now, the Jarrens in, yeah, I can't remember the name. Mm. They also say that Jango Fett fought in the in the Mando Civil Wars, which is how they get split onto mm. Death Watch becomes on Concord Dawn, and then the Mandos become peaceful, mm. and supposedly that's where I watched this video with Easter egg stuff for it. It was kind of interesting. It's most of the stuff I already knew, but you know, it tells you that. Qui-Gon and Obi-Wan were there during the Civil War, and that's where Obi-Wan meets right. Satine and falls in love with her. Um, and then, while this is all going on, we have the child, Grogu, sitting on the seeing stone, stone, and he is communing with the Force. So, which, by the way, makes a Force field. Mm-hmm. Makes a sky beam, because that's what all this stuff has to have, a sky beam. And, he, and although my, fight, my the Jordan doesn't think that he doesn't learn very quickly you. at the beginning. Oh, I guess there's butterflies in the Star Wars universe now. Yeah, <laughs> like there's lizards, little lizards and snakes all over Dagobah. There's just monitor lizards and regular snakes. You don't have a problem with that. Like, there's pretty blue butter, butterflies. Butterflies, butterflies exist in the Star Wars universe. That's stupid. <laughs> I thought he was going to eat one. <laughs> I thought he, the little one that was flying around in front of him. I thought he was going to grab it and eat it. Well, at least he's learning. After eating everyone's eggs. So apparently there's going to be another Jedi showing up this season, possibly. We think there's a Jedi. Because mm-hmm. what Ahsoka tells him is that when he's at the stone, the Jedi will come for him. Right. Inferred that it would come for him at the stone. Yes. Obviously he doesn't stay on the stone because Moff Gideon, who's an asshole, sends these robots down. The super troopers. They no, the dark, dark troopers. troopers. These are the, the dark troopers from the Battlefront video game. Years ago, designed a little like bit one of the very first. I thought he ones. called them super troopers. No, no they're, they're dark troopers. Yeah, dark troopers. Dark troopers. Dark troopers. These are, the, are the dark troopers ready to deploy or whatever yeah. he says. And he sends them down, and they're they're pure robots. The design's a little different, but the helmet looks like the same. The mm-hmm. eye, the, the uh, upside down triangle seems yes. to be from what it was. Well, um, it's there. There was a dark trooper, and then there was a dark trooper phase two. These look more like the phase two, mm-hmm. and so they come down and steal the child, and then he's like, "No, I don't want this to happen. This is bad." And then we see the child. And then he gets, then he gets little shackles. <laughs> he gets these little shackles, and there's like a force field inside of the shackles. I missed that the first time. Yeah. So it looked like. Well, someone pointed out it looks like the shackles that uh, Count nope. Dooku puts in yep. on Obi Wan. You might have watched the same thing I did. So maybe. <laughs> um, but All the episodes have been great. We only have two left. Yeah, I know. Mm-hmm. And it does seem to be much like I said. All these people coming together. And helping him with whatever this last thing is. He goes back to yeah. see Cara Dune because he has to go find... Why does he have to go find Bill Burr's character? That's what I don't understand. Because he's an ex-Imperial. To get into... Probably to get into where they're holding... No, he, he said... Fight he, him. He, he, because 
He's an ex-imperial, so I, he's that's as close as connection he has to anybody that's in the Empire. Mm-hmm. So he's hoping that he can help him track down Gideon. Well, I guess so. Because shouldn't he know a lot of ex-imperials? He kills most of them. <laughs> I have a feeling that uh, the final episode is the breakout episode where we're going to meet the Jedi that's going to come. Well, it'll be the same thing. I think what we're going to see is the same thing we saw last night, which is the second to last episode is him putting the team together. Mm-hmm. Yep. We get the band back together, and then the last episode is him. If the season ends with Gogru still in Moff Gideon's custody, I'm going to be pissed. Mm. So I, have like, feeling, I have a feeling have feeling it's going to. I think it's going to also. I have a feeling the last shot you see think, is I the Jedi, sh- whoever the Jedi is going to be, showing up at the scene. Stone. I don't think we get that this year. I think uh, this is going to be your last shot. We get that. We'll see what happens. It could be a cliffhanger. Oh, it's going to. This well, you can well, tell. I mean, this I'm saying, like having, showing the Jedi being the cliffhanger. Yes, because one of the things with the first season is much like the first season of Walking Dead. It has an ending. Mm-hmm. Like if it didn't work, if the right. film was just like that was way too expensive and nobody bought Disney Plus, you still have an ending. Yeah. You know, Walking Dead was the the who blowing up, and so you're just like, well, I mean, that's the end. They're screwed. They get they get away, yeah. and they, yeah. they go that way someday. Like, no, let's have 40 seasons, and after, like, three more, no one's going to care. Um, but I don't know. I mean, we'll see. It's I think it'll have a cliffhanger ending, yes, which the other one kind of does with the dark saber. You know that mm-hmm. Gideon survives, and he has the saber. And he's got a mission. It is the weird thing when Boba said, they're back, the Empire's back. I don't think they really left yet. Yeah, right? that, was, <laughs> that was that was the weird thing. I'm like, back what? To the Outer Rim? <laughs> like, they've been in the Outer Rim. <laughs> well, I guess to him, being on Tatooine, you know, he could be the one that put the stormtroopers on the pike, the heads on the pikes. Could be. So, to him being on Tatooine, that we think he's been on Tatooine that whole time. Although, since he has Slave One there, you know, it's hard to tell. He could have. Oh, been. it's just a story. Because, I mean, yeah, I guess he would have flown Slave One to Jabba's palace. It depends on how long he was also in the Sarlacc. Yeah. It's five years later. Well, we know he wasn't. No one would take that ship. But we know he wasn't in the Sarlacc very long because. Cobb gets because they get the Vanth gets the armor like a year before. No, the way it, the way it happened, the way Cobb described it was that the town was immediately taken over mm-hmm. by the miners, and no, yeah, after he, he escaped and was out in the desert only for a few days, and then ran into the Jawas who had Fett's armor. So that yeah. you know that was right after. So, so it was, however it was long, really quick, yeah. however long it took him from the uh, Luke Han and Leia to get off of Tatooine to get to the second Death Star mm-hmm. and all that blow up is how long it was with Vet presumably in the Sarlacc. Yeah, so it couldn't have been more than a few days. Uh, it could anything. be it could be a few months. I mean, I mean he may have been in the Sarlacc. Sol- well, they were for, talking about um, the miners taking over that town right after the Death Star explodes. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying is that when Luke and Han and Leia leave Tatooine, mm. it could be a couple months before mm, yeah. the Battle of Endor. I guess, yeah. So he could have been in there for a, a week or two. Yeah. You know, yeah, it could have it could have taken him a little bit Death of time Star to get out. Right? Yeah, you know, the miners are watching the Death Star explode. Yeah. Or and then that group comes in. It also depends on how it's long. It's like right after, yeah, right after the news broke that the Death Star blew up. That's when they. Well, took also, over. how long does that news take to get there? There's, there's a lot. Well, of, there's, there's some vagaries that are there. At the end of Jedi, you see it gets there pretty quick mm. because you see you get the you celebration shots of Tatooine. You get the celebration shots of Tatooine's a big planet. It doesn't mean the whole planet finds out at the same time. You get the same shots of As they Coruscant. Said, that thing is like on the other side of the planet, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Like there's Master Isley, there's Anchorhead or whatever. Then there's this yeah. all the way up there. 
Yeah, I mean, it could have been a couple yeah. days after the Empire. Because you sort of wonder if his fell. scars are from the Sarlacc or if that's what his face looked like before. Yeah. Because he has the big scars on his head. Mm. I'm guessing Sarlacc for some of that. Most of that. Sarlacc from Rain of Sar- the Sarlacc for the big two in, the fr- in front of his face. That's my guess. Either scrapes or burns from like the sun, the acid or something. Well, that's what it, yeah. it kind of looks like. There's also like made it acid. On how he gets out. Yeah. yeah. So because he rockets out in one of them and then he tunnels out in another one. Like at the story later is that like he tunnels out through the side or something. Yeah. Like well, you remember we also had earlier on where we know that Kyrad, uh, Kyrad, wow, kite dragons, Kyrite dragons, crate, crate dragons. Thank you. Why was it Kyrite? Because it's spelled Kyra. No, it's, Ky- it's no, K-Y-T-R-A. It's um, we know that they'll what? eat a Salak. It's K-R-Y-A-T. Yes. T-A. Yes. K-R-Y-T-A. You know, what, you know what the Sarlaccs are also known as? Isaac's Oscars. <laughs> <laughs> they could eat a Sarlacc. I don't know if it's eating a full-grown one. Uh. I don't know. We'll see. You know, we're going to wrap things up. Never, or they just never explain it. Well, I'm sure we'll get by with that story out. at some point now. Everyone's just like, there's going to be an Ahsoka series and a Boba Fett series. And I was like, dude, they haven't even made the two series that they told us they were going to. Calm down. We could get it in a, in a uh, flashback episode. You'll probably get it in a comic book. Oh, yeah. Comic book or a lines, novel. Yeah. It'd be, be cool a boring it. novel. It'd be cool. In He's a, in the, Chapter one in the Sarlacc. <laughs> chapter two in the Sarlacc. Chapter three still in the Sarlacc. I'm writing my memoirs. <laughs> chapter twenty, he leaves. <laughs> Day twenty, it's pretty boring in here. <laughs> Gets in a fight in there. You know, he's, he's there's some caverns. It's <laughs> we found out that the nice. we found out that the uh, space worms ha- have an atmosphere inside of them. Well, you know, they had an atmosphere inside of him anyway. There's, there's no way that Leia and Han would have been able to walk out That's without That's true. It. Even with the oxygen masks, there's still an atmosphere yeah. in there. Yeah. It's so sad. He was trying to produce oxygen for him, and they they just would, killed him. Can't watch Empire the same way. No, Damn there's... Time. Oh, my gosh. And the Wampa for the... Yeah. The Wampa. And the X, all the species are just like, oh Yeah. Rums are suck. <laughs> all right, so we're going to wrap things up before I can't speak when he... Uh, never mind. Then you shouldn't have started the show. <laughs> Check us out at Facebook.com slash Nerdables. We're at he hasn't <laughs> Instagram had anything to drink as tonight. Nerdables. That's what you think. I haven't. And on That's what he thinks. Twitter, <laughs> we're at Nerdables Show. <laughs> so for Chris and Ethan, I'm already saying we will talk to you next week.